Yo, it's your man, Rodrigo, from the Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. Hey, do me a favor, man. Go to all your social media, your Twitter, your Instagram, your YouTube, your Facebook. Find us, DSC underscore podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Hit us up. Peace. All right. All right, all right. We back again, DSC Podcast. It's your boy, Mr. Prez. It's your boy, Cash, man. What's going on, good people? Yeah. And we back again sitting down another for one another, one of these, uh, only the classics. This yeah. time, uh, I think it's one of our low-key favorites. It may not be everybody Oh, else, this but- high-key. This, 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 <laughs> this is one of my favorite spitters of all time. This is Beanie Siegel, The Becoming. Yep. Man. So so why why the third album, not the first, the truth? Like you said, man, these guys uh progress and the truth is the obvious choice, uh, as far as classic. And it that is a classic. Now, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it isn't. But it's rare that they go three albums in and they still progressing. And again, Beanie isn't the the superstars of the superstars, but he is one of those spitters that everybody recognizes being one of those guys that you just don't want to get on a track and and slip up with. So he's progressed, becoming, uh, and you go back to the reason, then you go back to the truth. All three, you can argue, could be classic material. I really would argue those. You yeah. know what I mean? So he but, got better every time around. And I just think just uh, executive producing on this, Dame Dash, shout out to him. Uh, but he just perfect beat selection. You know, just, just we talk about like Killer Mike and uh, LP. Uh, on the run of Jews, just how they just married together. Yeah, for sure. It felt like that same way on each one of these beats on here, man. It was just like, just not big name uh, production every time, but perfect beat. Yeah, and and like I said, man, uh, a lot of that probably has to go to Beans because I don't think you go three albums with very, very solid material without having an ear for beats. Uh, it reminds me of, and I'm just, this is the first person that comes to mind when you're talking about uh, beat selection when you think about the game as much as people get on them the beat selection is impeccable man yep, yep. true so, that I mean, uh so this when does this album come out what 2005 about, yeah 05 05 so man. this is uh after jay you know the, the left the rock yeah when it was really clear that he was gone at yep. this point so he's over Def jam and hey now they need a new breadwinner on the app on the label right Right. So, you know, of course, at this time, we're thinking that could it be Beans? Could he do it? But, you know, a year prior to the album coming out of, of sorts, um, he caught a charge. You know what I mean? So yeah. by the time this album actually came out, he actually was living his his uh, album cover. You know, he actually was <laughs> he actually was in the cell at that time yeah. and uh, couldn't enjoy the success. And I think that's another reason why this album is highly slept on, because he wasn't really out to promote it. All he had was the music and the rock did the best they could as far. And Dame Dash is to be applauded. A lot of people think Dame is an asshole, but um, to put this out and get that video out and, and roll it out the way they did, man, I, I think they set Beanie up for sure. Man, we talk about this like in a past, past podcast, though. It's like MJ. What do people consider him being an asshole and all this stuff? Like sometimes you need those type of people to push you to get the best out of you. Yeah, and to ride for the team. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So let's go on and jump into this. So we got the first track, Fill It in the Air. Yeah, man. That's any like I was looking at the views on it on YouTube. It's well into like thirty nine million or something like that. <laughs> So we ain't the only ones yeah. <laughs> that that feel this song. And it, it's just right, so man. so many different places you could go, Prez. But I'll let you start it off on what you felt about the track, and I'll, I'll double back. So first off, 
It's produced by who? Heavy D. Like what? Like what? <laughs> Where did Heavy D come from on this? Like, but yo, Heavy D did produce a lot for his own team when yeah. he was when he was in the game and and doing the uh, the Uptown vibe. You know what I mean? So, man. But yeah, continue on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the song basically talking about a lot of tension in the air. Uh, what you gonna do? Are you gonna back down? What, what what's gonna happen? So uh, I got that line up in there. What I know you can't, don't, won't get it. <laughs> Yeah, man, this this classic, classic song, just off the jump. Yeah, man, it's, you know, and again, this was about somebody kind of snitching on him and giving him up. And, you know, if you've seen the video, you know what it is. But for me, I took it as, and I always internalize these raps into my my life and what it means to me. You know, Because you re- live that life, we know. You know, I replace the words. <laughs> I replace the words, man, you know, and I give it some meaning because it you can relate to it on the level of relationships and friendships. Yeah. Um, and I always listen to this song when I'm going through something in my relationships or friendships when things rub me the wrong way. And then um, just like in in terms of perseverance, you know, I ain't the captain of the yacht, but I'm on a boat. Mm-hmm. Ninjas acting what I'm not, knowing that I don't, you know, shoot for the moon. If you miss, you still amongst those stars. He got like line you know, after you, line. You know these lines, huh? Yeah, he got line <laughs> after line. Like, yo, when I be in the emo mode, this be it for me. Yeah. You know, this these are the songs. And then, um, you know, again... Beans was really living that album cover. So you felt every single thing in this because he had to be making this album up from what he was going through because he knew he was probably going to, you know, take this charge. You know what I mean? It, was, mm-hmm. it could have been three years, but he ended up doing a year. But So this is the first song, so it's the intro, right? Yeah, but it covers talk about this. It covers what? Yeah, these it intros, covers. You got to be come with it, come with yeah. classic, grab them from the jump. And like this one, hey, this whole song just, man, anytime you think means it's, it's this song. It's this song. It is. So it's everybody's right it's off everybody's song. Right off the jump. All right. So let's let's jump into the second song. Uh, I, I Can't Go On This Way with free, featuring Freeway and Young Chris. <laughs> back to back. Here, yeah. here we go. Now we, now we moving. You know what I mean? So they, you know, they trying to make sense of the relationships and and different things like that are dwindling in their lives. So everybody brought something unique to the song, you know. Um, but for me, the line that was unique to me is in my personal life, I was going through something with my baby mama at the time. So when he was like, my baby mama, give me drama on the daily, like she making it rarely. My kids is eating barely, man. Yeah. That's how I felt because I was doing everything I could do, but. You know, baby mama things sometimes they they not mature at the time, so you can be doing all the things right. So that line hit me at the core, man. Um, but. Yeah, and uh, just following that, like that same line, I think it was like the same verse. It was like if you put puppies in the oven, do they make them biscuits? Put uh, hungry dogs in the kitchen, would they eat the kittens? <laughs> do you catch the lines in the hooks, or is you still fishing? <laughs> And we know Jaden kind of flipped that line a couple of different yeah, ways yeah. too, you know. Like, uh, so man, that those just powerful words right there, man. Like, oh, he was coming with it, just barring them right there. Yeah, man. yeah. So you know, with that said, man, like, like I said, everybody brought it. So when Freeway came on, I'm like, oh, free killing. But he only had the bridge, and then that was excellent because Chris came in. Oh yeah. In in grand opening, grand close. Yeah. It was just like, you know. I don't know if people know this, and we can get into this if we talk ever have a Rockefeller podcast where we talk about their lineage and stuff like that, but this is where you really felt like, yo, Chris can be one of those ones because 
he was saying stuff well beyond his years in these verses, man. Man, and you know how I feel about that, man. I always felt like once young Chris came on the team, the flow changed. Jay Flow started to change. Jay Flow changed. Jay Flow started to change. So I think that had a lot to do with young Chris. But hey, that's neither. But the one line that I, the one line that I I love from there, and again, um, it. It takes it takes you to a certain place, you know, where you like mom bills ain't getting paid, and then your kids ain't situated. I can't go. Like it was mm-hmm. just the raw emotion in that to where you could feel like, yo, I'm on the come up, I'm at the verge, you know, of this, but I'm not quite where I want to be because my kids aren't up in the hills too. So, excellent, um, second track to start off an album. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then just man, SP. Like this was just like them on too, man. This, like, yeah, this is that, top, top, top shelf state property. Man, it yeah. was just on. So next one, one shot, one shot deal featuring Red Man. One shot, one kill. Mm-hmm. Hit you with the one shot still. Bullets lift you up like I'm popping on the <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he was that's how you that's how you dance on the track. That's how you play with them pockets and you get in and out. You know what I'm saying? And then he got the legend on here, Red Man, who he came Funk in. Doc the, stole the show, man. Like, <laughs> like and then he, it was like way past the sixteen too. Like he he was just he let he up. let him go. That's how you know Beans ain't care. And then at this time, Red Man isn't really popping because Red Man is on the back end of his career. Yeah. So to come back and for us to hear him at that time, we like okay, Red Red is still a problem. Yeah. 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 And then uh, he addressed uh, Jay Z. Not being on the rock at this time too with the rock with five J ain't work shit. Like, like we ain't here. Yeah. <laughs> niggas that can and like, like SP ain't here. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all niggas just don't see that clear. <laughs> clear. And then um, but yo, another de- uh, dope thing about this track, um, they always shout out Chad West. And if you like really in the state property and just any one of their individual albums, like he's all over their stuff as far as just producer credits. He may not have actual full songs, but um, he also did No Better Love with um, the Young Guns and then Get Down with Killer Cam. So mm-hmm. those are uh, some excellent productions. So he's, he's for me, three for three. Oh, yeah. This is definitely three for three. Like, just going in. Like, and all right, next song, Gotta Have It. Pete Crack Cocaine. <laughs> so this is this song is just totally about nothing. You know what I'm saying? But you got to be able to rock out these songs as just... Dope ass beats and dope ass rhymes, right? Yeah. You got to be able to rock those out. So yeah, Pete crack cocaine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love Petey, man. Yeah, man. This is just like I said, just flows, lots of gun bars, but Pete crack cocaine just make that make it sound so good, so smooth, man. Yeah, I still, I, I mean, I, I wish he would have dropped a full length album while he was on the rock. But yo, if y'all out there, man, just give us. I didn't follow his mixtapes as as closely as I should have, but yo, if y'all know a good a great mixtape by PD that we can go back and revisit just for our sake, yeah. let us know, man. Cause damn, I love PD raps, man. As, man, as I'm, <laughs> when you go back and listen to this, you realize, like, oh, PD just every time he come in, he just like steals a little bit it, of that shine, man. His it, lingo, it's yeah. his lingo. It's not even the um what he's saying; it's how he's saying it. His style, it just it just comes off, man. So P Crack, if you listening, man. I hope you're still doing your thing out there, man. But you wish you would have had an album on rock, man, because they would have did wonders with you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, next up, Don't Stop featuring Snoop on okay. the hook. That's yeah, he was yeah, yeah. But this one right here, man, is this is where it dipped a little bit because it felt like a just a throw-in Neptune's track. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you got to, in the classic, 
most people assume every single song is fire. We here to debunk that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every single song ain't top shelf, but this isn't, this is where it dipped for me, but just because of the Neptune's production was average on this one. But it's like, uh, so when we say like they dip, it's like, it's like a dip in like the quad, cause you just got, he came out the, the jump just shooting. You got feeling there. I can't, like the first four songs was just like bumping. Yeah. And this one just, ah, take it down a notch a little bit, but it's still like, you ain't skipping this. It's a Neptune beat featuring Snoop. It just rises, it just flows. So, yeah, man. Uh, but you know, I dig it, but I like the flow. So it was like a flow throwback to Big. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where it was. So that's kind of like the little player shit that Big would do and slow down the flow. So I, I could appreciate the old to Big. So uh, I know nobody was wearing Reeboks and stuff really around this time, but this is just like really dead on this one. He threw out there like you softened in a Reebok classic. <laughs> <laughs> Disrespect. <laughs> the disrespect. Oh man. Yeah. But yeah, man. Uh dope feature as far as uh Snoop or the hook. Like they carried it. It's it's a good song. Just not my uh, one of my favorites off the album. Okay. Next up we got Purple Rain featuring Bun B. Man, if you was a young impressionable listener at this time, I don't know how you could not want to sip lean after this. <laughs> Nah, I'm just playing. We we don't advocate yeah. that, but the, bro. the scissor love continues. But uh, I'll be damned if this uh, song don't just like bump. Me. It ride, man. It's sometimes, sometimes songs that that have an ignorant message, sometimes they just fire, man. And you just gotta <laughs> you just gotta deal with that. You know what I'm saying? And that's cool. But so, but I think what he did point out on here was everybody was leaning that it's more of like a southern thing, Texas and everything. So that's reason had Bun B and stuff on the track. So perfect play on that. We know the whole deal with uh, uh, Pimp C and what happened to him with Lean. Uh, but Beanie was talking about it was already in his family. Like it was, He had an uncle and stuff that was yeah, on it well yeah, before. Yeah. So he was exposed to it way before the, the, the South just kept pushing it up and everything. So. Yeah. And again, man, it was just like Bum B, as usual, always on point, man. He had mm-hmm. a fire verse, man. And... I was just like how he ran down, how um, DJ Screw put him on. It kind of made me sad listening back to it as we were preparing to, to view it, like how Lean has taken so many different rappers down, uh, Beans included, because Beans did uh, suffer from a drug problem, mm. and Lean was one of the things, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, man, the song in my late 30s <laughs> versus when I was in my 20s, two totally different feelings, but I still know that this song is one of the best ones yeah. on this album. So go, keep going. Number seven, Old Daddy, featuring Young Chris. Who hurt Chris? Uh, bro. <laughs> Who hurt that Chris? Line, unfaithful. <laughs> he, said, he said it with a passion. Like, <laughs> you messed with that I was blazing with. Yeah, like, it, it, that, it really happened. And I, I believe that verse really happened, man. Or somebody just told him, a producer in the room, hey, man, say that shit with your chest like you yeah. mean it. Woo. Because he came yeah. out with it on that, bro. You felt him big time. Like, oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this at this point in the album, man, this is where you earn your stripes. This is where you start settling in. And then everybody's like, yo, I'm, I'm locked in for the entire album because I don't think that there's one weak song. And we at track number eight right now, right? Uh, yeah, we're going into eight. Yeah, we in eight with change. So I'm, I'm they both killed it, man, just talking about their relationships and, and how, you know, um, 
they're spoiling their women, so to speak, and being cheated on in yeah. Chris's uh, in Chris's uh, situation. <laughs> man, every time, like, t- listen to that song and tell me you don't feel Chris Payne. <laughs> hey, man, if you ever been a fella, man, you've been cheated on. You, you know, you know what Chris going through, man. I, I felt him. I felt him. It happened to me. <laughs> so uh, eight change. Uh, so this was. Uh, Ain't living right, but gotta make that switch. This is that that type of song that you gotta gotta yeah. go through. Uh, so he got a line up now. What uh, you went to church and took a different route. You got your truth out the bishop mouth. You know, like that's that's the route you went. You know, he was in the streets a little bit, so he got he he learned his a little bit different. Uh, but yeah, what yeah. you think about it? Uh, change, man. It was a excellent production, great storytelling. Like that's just classic beans, and he's in his introspective bag. Mm-hmm. With this, letting you know a little bit of what has happened to him, a little bit of what happens in the ghetto, and being very descriptive in in what he's saying. And then again, man, these these bring back the three um, verse songs. Mm-hmm. I want to just say that as I'm reviewing it, because like almost every song had three verses on it, and he left nothing to be wasted. So yeah. even the songs that are later in the album. They're dope, man. So yeah. I'm feeling changed. The second verse of this one was like going from uh, talking about like the woman side. Like you may be clean, but you know the people that you like the relationship that you in may be a little dirty. So you think you're gonna come out of it clean if you get locked up? Ain't gonna go that route. You no, know, everything's in your name. Right, too. right. So hey, if it's that done at your house, you're gonna get caught up in the mix too. Right, and he was getting into how um, she was cool, or like often ladies who deal with dope boys are cool with being with them when the riches and everything's coming in, but once you kind of settle into that lifestyle, then you want things to start being a little bit different and for him to act a little bit different once they get a certain uh, affluence, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but no, I'm, I'm still the same dude. I'm still out here grinding in the streets and whether it's right or wrong, um, you know, change is going to come, but it may not be the change that you want. Yep. Yep. Uh, number nine, bread and butter. Where they go find Sadat X and Grand Pooba? Grand Pooba, like man, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> and he, the, the flow he adopted just like mirrored like Grand Pooba flow so well yes, on this. Yes, like, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is just beans just going back and doing his research on legends, man. Uh, Grand Pooba and Sadat X, man. I remember my pops bumping them a lot as I was growing up as a youngin'. So, uh, but they fit the song so well. In my mind, I'm thinking, yo, will. What? Why beans go get Sadat X and Grand Pooba like at this time? Because as a young dude, I pro- they were probably slightly before my era of, of listening to hip hop. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, you appreciate them a lot more. But the marriage that they made on this uh, song was was great, man. The voices, the different voices and different verses, man. So, um, yeah, it's one one of the coldest tracks about getting cheated on that yeah. I've heard. Production by Just Blaze, just. It's- yeah. Uh, the one line up in here too that he talked about, man, did you feel just like, hey, because like, like you say, when you adapt it to your life or whatever, you just like, hey, you know that one, you've been treating her right, giving her everything, you bring around the boys, you know, she the one, she the one, then you find out that she was cheating or whatever. Oh, yeah. On that hill, and he's like, I brought you around Hove and the label, like, he, the emphasis that he put on that was just like, yeah, I brought you around my boys, like, you were supposed to be it. Hey, you and know, then, you know what I've been through in real life. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I felt bread and butter, you know. And then he uh, tried to off beans like raw sting, go fin- figure, spend my dough. Oh, take my dough and spend with the next ninja. You crazy bitch. Mm. Like, man, <laughs> like, I felt that that was almost like the young Chris line to where I felt like it was true. So uh, number 10, Lord have mercy. 
that that second verse, Prez, is just uh, that introspective beans that I was referring to, I think, on change. But that one is where he got in his, his bag to where you can apply that shit to life, whether you a square or whether you in the streets. Like, you can relate to that second verse. So I highly suggest y'all go to that second verse and analyze it because that's one of his, his dopest songs while he's wrestling with his wrongs, but trying to make sense of it all because he wants the Lord to really have mercy on him when he's dead and gone yep. for all the terrible shit he has done up to that point in life. So, and we go all relate. Yeah. And then talking about dead and gone, his, uh, you know, his, his little shout outs at the end, that that's just classic. B I G P O P P A. So don't do you find yourself in the car trying to <laughs> B I G. I'm singing it in faith. Cause that's faith on there, right? Uh, Is it faith? I don't know. I think it's Melissa, the yeah, girl from yeah, Philly. Yeah, Fill it in the air. In air. It was the same girl from Fill it yeah. in Faith, yeah. So, but yeah, man, how she flipped that, and then even Beans was trying to sing it too. So, yeah, yeah it was dope, dope track, man. Yeah. yeah. Next track, Flatline. My boy Petey's back. He's back. <laughs> he cracked cocaine. <laughs> he snapped. He's, he snapped, man. I knock your fucking head off. Put one out. Like, he come out the gate, man. And this song sound like, in my mind, the track, if it was a video to it, it's like they on the run. You know what I mean? And then the, the beat kind of keeps up. But then the, the raps is just, again, about nothing but killing and murdering people. Mm-hmm. I get it. But damn if they didn't execute tremendously on this track, man. Uh, I, I don't even have all of the verses lined up because I probably can't say them on camera with so many N-words in it. <laughs> but, man... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they make the Kevlar Scullies. Yeah, <laughs> only clap from the neck up. I, <laughs> I would let the AR touch them. Yeah. I don't think they make Kevlar Scullies. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to the he said he 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 um he should he should have drug him. He should have uh, put him on a bumper. Should have drug him two city blocks. The dude sent me in the henny shots. I'm like, yo, what is being? What type of cold blooded shit is beans on? <laughs> with this verse, man, like yeah. Beans went the fuck off, man. But yo, again, I love their parent, man. Yep, I that, love their parent. That peak crack, man. Like you, like we said earlier, man. We we need more of it. Just like this, this is. Just I'm gonna go back and find some <laughs> peak crack mixtapes and and put some together, man. Because listening to this made me miss Petey. I then I started listening to one for Petey mm-hmm. uh, on the um that Dame Dad the Rockefeller. Collaboration mixtape that they did with, uh, I think it was like DJ Clue. I forgot who it was, but yeah, man. I'm gonna yep. go back and get some PD stuff. All right, man. next one, Tell of a Hustler. Man, if you, if Tales of a Hustler part two, go it listen to Tales of a Hustler yeah, part one. Part, it is part two, though, yeah. Yeah, go listen to part one because that was probably, in my opinion, Sparks' best verse. Um, you know, where he was like, What do you mean? What do you say to a woman who just lost her only son to the game and gunning and said, Mommy, I'm a rifle? Mm-hmm. He remember she was like the look that spark you got some nerve because most of these ninjas don't keep their nerve now nah, i'm under pressure mm-hmm. like he was just visually i could see yeah. all of that going on but then they followed up with part two yeah man they bring you flowers when you're dead but no suit when you sit Ooh. man oh oh skino oh yeah. another group on um rock that never put out an album that I think they could have put out something I would have enjoyed. I don't care about anybody else. Yeah. But Oskino and Sparks with those dudes, man. They just both got um off clothes. Man, every time I hear Oskino, man, like our boy uh Cornell, man, like that's who I picture like in that voice, because yeah. he just sounds just like him. Like I was that on that grimy tape. And- yeah. yeah. <laughs> just uh hey, shout out to Cornell. Shout out to the homie Cornell if you watch it, man. <laughs> uh but yeah, um, 
what I was gonna say, man. Uh, but yeah, on this track too, uh, Beanie when he threw out the little little sneak little diss at like uh <laughs> at Mace. Yeah. <laughs> You play the pool pit like uh, Pastor Mason, turn the cheek like Martin Luther. I'm like Oswald Sharpshoot. <laughs> yeah, man. I, 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 this song, man, I could quote for days, but I ain't trying to keep us too long. Yeah, yep, yep. This is one of my favorite ones off of there because they was all speaking that shit. All right, number 13, we had uh, Look At Me Now. This is the, uh, this is how you want to end. This is how they typically would end these songs with these I made it type yeah. type uh tracks in Rockefeller if you kind of follow them and you're a huge Rockefeller fan. But this one was just like a conversation he was having. Tell him a story. Tell him yeah. a story of like where he started at to where he got right now. Look at me now. Right. And that and that constantly playing in the background, that look at me now, just harmonizing over the whole thing. Just think about who he was as an artist. He wanted no um he wasn't no commercial artist. Mm-mm. He wasn't. He wasn't no platinum selling artist. He went gold every single time out. He was just a damn good rapper. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He could do. He could do the club joints. He could do the hard shit. He could do the introspective shit. But he just wasn't really going to uh-huh. fit that for his integrity. And I and I love that about Beans, man. I mean, that's definitely how he came out on his first album. He told you it was going to be the truth. Right. May not be what you want to hear, but it's the truth. <laughs> Everything's time to see it. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah. So you know, this just reminds me of so much promise in in what he was doing, man. And I hate to say that. I hate hate that everything kind of didn't work out for him as far as I think people give him his flowers, but this right here was just it just seemed like he was happy and he felt like he was on a verge of greatness. You know? I'll tell you one thing that he wasn't doing. Bullshit with rap. Yeah, it's like uh, beans. I got it right here. It's like uh, 
Yeah, see, stay honest. I'll deposit you a check. It's a secret society. All we ask is trust. No G money shit. All we got is us. So that little New Jack City. Mm-hmm. Like, it was. It's so many little lines in there to where they referencing other things. If you don't catch it, you know what I mean? Like, you kind of slip it so you wouldn't understand it. That's why I think this song is so dope because the random one-liners in there and the double entendres. And yep. It's just... Another it's double entendre, like, run through hell with gasoline draws on. You can right. mute me, but you can't put the pause on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, you you can try to mute me, but, you, hey, I'm going to keep saying what these are. It's just, hey, you try to mute me, hey, what you got to throw them hands. What about this line? This line was like... Twin Towers here to ruin ninjas. You couldn't break up the towers with Tom, um, Rudy Tomjanovich. I can't say enough great things about this, to be honest with you, Fred. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, another shot at Mason Beth on this track, too. Hey, man. <laughs> like, bro, why they keep throwing yeah. shots at Mace, man? Easy. <laughs> he easy. Once again, it's home. Mm-hmm. Bring it to your lawn. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then the final track, Won't It, featuring Cameron. Yeah, This again, these, these two... These two are bonus, actually, on this album. To be honest with you, they they were. They, yeah, these I can't remember. Already, these songs that already came out. Yeah. Um, as Lucy's with Beans, me to them, or whatever. Like, if you listen to the original, some of um, the it song was a full song, but I think Wanted was like it had either Cam's verse or Beans verse, but they put it together and it was just Lucy's out there. But yo, this is where my man Cam, another one of my favorite rappers, just came in embodied it man yeah he came in and embodied it so every last feature on this album to me they probably delivered not some of the best verses of their career but like they made their feature count and i think you know you can't you can't ask for a better thing for people coming on your album to give it that type of uh respect and i think that's come from beans and how good he really is and how much people respected his pen yeah and then, like, after this album, I'm telling you, you felt like The Rock gonna go on. It's definitely got it. Like, Beans, Beans solidified. Like, hey, he top dog. He can definitely, like, carry it at this point. That's kind of how, how I felt. Right. I mean, we know, hey, we know how it went. We know how it went down now. But I'm like, at that time, you was just like, okay, yeah, Beans gonna step it up. Like, so. Yeah, so. You know, with that said, man, uh, you know, if you like this video so far, you like this series, it's only the classic series, uh, we, you know, ask you to like and subscribe at this time. Um, we love doing these things, so we're going to keep on doing it. The next, what's the next one on the um, agenda, Press? Uh, we're going to go for Kanye West, Graduation. Another one under the radar. I know a lot of people like college dropout and late registration, but to us as a clear and concise body of work, 13 tracks in and out, Graduation is one of those ones that don't really get mentioned, but when you go back to it, it's hard to find a flaw. It's hard. Hard. Find a flaw. So, uh, yeah, we, we'll continue on with the series. You know, like, we love, like we said, we love doing these. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we go on, man, Beans, if you listen to this, man, press you, man, come out with something else. Uh, you know, we just hope we look and we checking for it. If, if nobody else is, we checking for it. So, uh, this is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm Cash. And to my right, Mr. Press. Hey, we out of here. Let's go.